Hello and welcome to the Run Gear Podcast, Episode 2, where we talk all things running, from the latest running gear to the best in training tips from the experts. We are Paddy Common and Bob Flavin. This episode is brought to you by, well, nobody yet. Sponsorship opportunities are available. Email us at therungear at gmail.com. This week we talked to James McGarry from the Runner Support page about his incredible story and also how the community of the Runner Support page has grown at an enormous rate. And we're now joined on the line by James McGarry from the Runner Support page. Hello James, how are you? Hello lads, how are things? Very good. Um, we're delighted to have you on. We've obviously, of course, had you on the uh, the Run Gear before in video form, but so we're delighted to get you back on the on our on our second podcast um, in in longer form. Um, so, look, firstly, I'd like to start with you telling us again about your story, James. You, you you know, episode one of our podcast was about getting out, getting started, especially if you've never run before. You know, obviously for for you there was a day one. You're quite an accomplished athlete now, but but where was ground zero for you? Um, ground zero probably for me was the day I had gone over to see my sister in Canada, and um, I was coming through the arrivals hall in the airport, and she took a picture of me, and it was probably the first time I'd seen myself in a photograph in well over a year I had been unemployed for about 18 months at that stage and I had gone up to just over 17 stone in weight and when I seen that picture that was the day I said my god and James you're not you're not six foot five either are you I'm I'm anything bloody but I am five I'm five foot five and a wee little bit at the end but yeah so so 17 stone was it was quite an amount of weight to, to on that frame was it it was like I mean, I, it's at the time. I suppose I didn't realise it was creeping up all the time. But looking back now, it was it was it was a huge amount of weight. I mean, I just looked like a little barrel. Is what I looked like, to be honest. With you. <laughs> and, and had it been a, 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 something that had taken a while, or was it was it over a sudden? Was it was it linked to with being off work, etc.? It was. I I was. I was always in around probably about thirteen stone. Like I was never slim. Yeah. But once uh, the job that I used to have was it was a, a physical job. It, it, it was a lot of manual work in it. So when I was eating and drinking and anything like that, I found it relatively easy to burn it off. But once I was made redundant, within the eighteen months, I went from thirteen stone up to seventeen, effectively. Yeah. So was it diet, James? Are you out eating yourself here? Just eating everything around you out of boredom? or How did you get that big jump in 18 months? It's the bit, bit, it came from two things. I, I, have a, I have a really, really bad sweet tooth. I, mm-hmm. I, I eat a lot of sweets. And Haven't we all? And, and that's my downfall. Now, the other thing was back then, because I used to do a lot of construction work and I used to travel around the country, so I'd be every second week I used to walk down the country. So you'd be staying in hotels and you'd have a couple of beers and a couple of beers. And I, when I was made redundant, I kept that tradition going. Mm. So it was, it was something that I never factored in the fact that I wasn't doing any exercise anymore. And I was just, I, my eating and my drinking and all the bad habits while working in construction stayed with me. <laughs> and I just, the way it just, on. So, so you saw the photograph and 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 you weren't happy. Where was the the decision that decision to do something about it? The decision was made on the twenty eighth of October in twenty eleven. 
when I seen that photograph, I remember the day so well. It, it'll always stay with me. I said that I would wait until the first week in January to give me give me head <laughs> enough time to get around what it is that I wanted to do or needed to do or and giving myself that breathing time not to make a snap decision to say right that's it in the morning going to I gave myself I gave myself them few weeks just to prepare for what it was that I needed to do to get some sort of life back for myself so so why running why not cycling or the gym or or something else why running well the reason running was because I was redundant there was only one salary coming into the house so basically I couldn't afford an expensive bike or I couldn't afford any sort of a bike I couldn't afford gym membership anything like that what I could afford was maybe a half decent pair of runners and Mm. I just thought if I could do some sort of running and see what happened I don't know why I chose running I, I didn't pick up soccer years ago I used to play soccer and I just found training on a Tuesday and a Thursday and a game on a Saturday I was never fit you, you don't get fit doing that you know and even when I was playing soccer years ago I was always in around a 12, 13 stone mark so I wanted something that I, I felt could get me fit And so did you never run running. before Jim? No, never, never. No, I used to, I used to play soccer with my local team here in Navin, but that was it. Never ran a day in my life. Never entered a race. I didn't. I couldn't quantum even in my own head what running a mile or two mile or anything like that was. I'd know. I'd know. I, I'd nothing. I'd know. I wouldn't have been able to say how far a mile was roughly. Or I'd no idea of any distances. I just just picked it up one day and I said, right, that's it. I'm going to try running and see what happens. And do you remember your first run? Yeah, absolutely. It was on the 4th of January. I had a pair of white ASICs runners I was oh, yeah. picking up in lifestyle sports at the time. They were €60. Euro. And uh, I had a pair of uh, blue and white GAA socks and a pair of white O'Neill shorts. So I big remember. fat 17 stone man in the wrong gear and he still went running. Outrunning in the dark, <laughs> oh, in the dark, <laughs> because it was bad enough. It was bad enough than seventeen stone, but been seventeen stone looked like a reject GAA player. Just, just didn't look right at all. So I just said, no, we always run in the dark, and I ran in the dark probably for the first year. And what did those first runs look like, James? A mess, um, and that's putting it mildly. It was. When I come outside my house, outside my estate, I have, uh, it's a straight stretch of road, probably goes on for a quarter of a mile, mm. and you have your lampposts. And I faced up that road to them lampposts, and I, it, it wasn't even a run, it was more of a shuffle. And I shuffled up to mm-hmm. that first lamppost, and I was, I had to walk. I asked after that first lamppost, I just walked for maybe two minutes. And I was almost at the end of that stretch of road. I turned around and I faced down the other way and I tried to make it back down to the first lamppost again. And I made one lamppost, had to take a breath again. It was all in all, I think the whole thing from start to finish, I might have ran the equivalent of five lampposts. I walked <laughs> the equivalent of 40 lampposts, I'd imagine. But it was a big start, though. It was a big start for you. I mean, that's that's more exercise than you'd gotten in the years previous to that. That was, yeah, and I mean... I felt miserable after. I felt, Jesus, what am I going to do? I can't make it. I can't. I can't. What do I do? Where? I just. I didn't know. And I, but I just thought to myself, look, you've done the first day of it. Like, I mean, it can't get any worse than this. It can only improve. No matter how long it takes, it can only improve. So 
give it another go. And that's, that was on the Monday, and I came out on the Wednesday, and I tried it again. And then it never ends for you? It never ended. I started doing, I, which is something I even stick to now, it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. It's it's a religion for me now, and, and I'll always stick to the four days a week, the days in between on my rest days, and I'll always have them. And but, bit by bit, I start joining them lampposts together, like, you know. James, those those first few weeks, and uh, you know, we all have been there in that those first few weeks can be the, the time when people give up or they feel disheartened. What do you think kept you going in those first few weeks? Um, it was those when I picked up running first or shuffling whatever you want to call it now but back then I done two big changes with it I quit white bread mm. and I came off beer okay, and I said I said I'd give it a month doing that and after a month where a lot of people started saying oh this is not for me or whatever it was I had lost a stone so you could see results and that was when like I was putting an extra I put an extra hole into my belt so in a month Although I was still only manager, I, at that stage I was probably maybe doing two mile at that stage non-stop. It had taken me a month to get up to two mile, but I could see the changes starting to happen in the body. And so I knew the suffering that I was going through even then was worth it all. So that's what kept me going. It was seeing the changes in, in my body, in the clothes. And how quickly from there did it uh, did it take for you to feel you know a comfortable you were becoming a comfortable runner, but that you could do five k's and beyond? The five k was done. My first five k was done in March. It was done with the run with Ray Darcy for five k. It was done down in Caventown. It was done on a Friday, yeah. and Katrina McKeown actually led out that race. <laughs> and it's it's funny how the things always stick with you for that like but it, because it was my first race it was my first I had it was actually I remember I was wearing a pair of uh, black tight bottoms that I'd got out of Heaton's it's all I could afford it was freezing <laughs> and it God bless quite famous yeah. and out I went and I done that 5k and when I done that first 5k that's when I think that's when I got a bug for then I could do 5k and my mind starts changing to like people that play golf they might be terrible at it but every now and then they hit one good shot and you know it's in you and that was like me like I had all them bad runs but I'd done that 5k and I knew there was something there in me I could I could probably do something I could achieve something and that's when it started Bob, Bob and I were discussing last week that you, you can go out and do lots of training runs you can go out and uh, run with your friends but once you do a race that something changes that you know a, fl- mm. a flick switches a switch flicks rather yeah. and you, you you get you know there is that sense of achievement from a race that um, is hard to match isn't that right? I think so and I think what it probably is is you're coming across a finish line it's not like you're going out doing laps of a pitch or running out to a point and back when you actually come across the finish line and you get something for it be it a t-shirt or a medal or and you have a time that's, yeah, the time. I think that's what that's what it is. It becomes official. You've actually done it now, and now you have a goal. Now there's something there. You have an official time to work off. Be it working upwards to a 10k, if it's trying to be a mile or a fastest kilometer or doing another 5k, it's having that time. And I think that's what makes it really that that finish line, that time, that excitement of actually coming across and finishing a measured proper distance and when you did your first, how was your first race so you did that one happy with that one what made you go to the next race what's the next motivation for you so you've done the race now it's all over so what's the next thing I wanted to improve I wanted to take I wanted to 
like five go back then 5k for me was my idea of a marathon that was my marathon that was my thing but when I got there I thought I can go again I can do something better and it's it's one of those things where when you see your the changes happening and your times get slightly better when you're out running and you're shuffling and you're wearing the white shorts and you're wondering why it's all worth it. It's when you do the 5K and you say, I can do it. What else can I do? It's it's the, it's the sense of achievement and pride in yourself. And I think, and that's what it was. I just wanted to see what can I do next. Any idea what your time was in that first race? Yeah, it was 27.16. For 5K? Right? For 5 That was all right. You must have, must have killed yourself doing that, did you? I, wasn't easy but in fairness it was a Roman race 5k so it was runner friendly and there was a lot of downhills on it so <laughs> it, was, yeah. it, it was a it was a runner friendly route yeah so James you know we're, we're, we're back at March 2012 on that 5k take us to what you're known for now is the runner support page how did that come about what happened was I entered a competition in April time of 2012 where Spar Ireland were looking for a person from each county, the 26 counties, to train to do Dublin City Marathon in October. And I don't know why, but out of, I don't know, ignorance more than anything else, I said, sure, look, I'll enter it and see. And I found myself up in the Burlington Hotel, been interviewed uh, in May. I won, I got picked to do the Dublin Marathon to train for the Dublin Marathon. So and was this the was this 2012 or was this... this is, no, this is 2012. I was at, when I won that competition, I was <laughs> up to n- 9K. So, so, so you'd gone hard. from starting off in January and now you were winning, you'd won a competition to train for what would have been the October Dublin Marathon? That's it, in the same year, <laughs> yeah. Nothing like yeah. setting yourself some targets, eh? <laughs> Well, I mean, I, like, I mean, it's all, it was more of a case of like sink or swim, and if if you're committed to something, I suppose you have you have no reason to. Mm. Yeah, like because the competition was done through Facebook votes at the time, there was loads of people watching me now, so I thought I had to commit to it. So, yeah, nothing like some social pressure. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. and it, it, it probably the demon of it all then was I got introduced to Garmin watches and the rest of the things that came from there, and. It basically, we had loads of support back then when we were training for that marathon. And um, when we done the marathon in October, well, basically, like, Spar Ireland done their thing, and that was it done then. So, basically, there was 26 runners who had basically no experience about what we were being told from the people that were coaching us. We were all cut free. So, I had it in my head that, now what am I going to do right I know I've ran a marathon but I've never done a full year of training for just general stuff in particular I was only put into this bubble trained for a marathon I was told what I had to do I just followed the plan I'd done it done it done it ran a marathon but now that was gone it was like now what do I do do I keep the miles up do I have to drop my miles back I didn't know what I had to do I ignored it all and I felt like I was in a hole so well, where were you at this stage, James? You, you had you had lost weight, so you're 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 down to what weight are we now? Uh, now I am at thirteen stone two, thirteen stone three, and physically fit. So you're 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 going for this now. This is the marathon. I done you're... I done marathon in three fifty seven. Wow. What the hell? Your so so really you funny. went from nothing, seventeen <laughs> yeah. stone to a, a sub four marathon in nine yeah. months. Yeah. That's 
That's incredible. That's dedication. I mean, you, you must have been up every day training here for this. Four, four days a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. And it's, <laughs> I know it sounds, but it's, it's, it was my Bible. It still is the Bible for me. And what was Wednesday, the mileage Friday. like? What were you doing per week on this training thing? On the, like, it's, uh, looking at it now, I think, in my opinion, I thought the training plan was a wee bit flawed in the speed sessions that they wanted us doing. To be honest, I thought it was a bit tough. But you were doing basically a recovery run on the Monday. You were doing a speed session on a Wednesday. But the speed sessions now, they went on too fast for too long. Mm. And they were, they were affecting what I was doing on a Friday, which was hill training. And then that went into a long run on a Sunday. But as what happened was, as the weeks go on, your speed training and hill training was going up by a mile right up until it hit eight mile for the Wednesday and the Friday. And then your long run was four weeks of building. So it just went, we'll say, from 12, 13, 14, 15, and back down to 13. And then you'd start 15, 16, 17, 18, drop back down to 15. And then you're going 18, 19, 20, dropping back down. So it was climbing as the weeks went on. It was a 15-week training program. But and there, like at the peak of it, you were to 16, 5, 21, 31, 38 miles, 39 miles in a week. So you have these, your group of what, 26 runners, did you say? Yeah. And, you know, figuring out what to do. So where was the conversation? Where, where, Where did it start? Well, we all, as a group, we were thought, well, we're finished now. Like, it was nice snowing and things, and people went their separate ways. But for me, I, I I wanted to do more. I wanted. I I it was for me the fear was putting weight back on. Yeah. And mm. I, it, it and even now it terrifies me. It absolutely terrifies me to go back there. So I thought to myself, what do I do to get support or help or whatever it was? So I sat down on Facebook one night and I put into the Facebook search engine runner support, and nothing came up. Right. And then I went on to Google and I put in runner support. Nothing came up. So I just came up with the idea for the Facebook page, the runner support page. And anyone that I sort of had an inkling that might like running, I invited them to like it and to join the page. And some of the 26 that I was had previously done the, that year's training with, they invited people to like it. And probably over the first month, I had about 150 people on the page, I'd say, in the first month. Different experiences, mm. some were couch to 5k or some had done one or two marathons some had do 10k's and and that, that's where it was born it was born out of me basically looking for some basic information to make sure I didn't go back to the quite short ASICS runners running up and down from pole to pole again that's what it was all about it was it was set, it was set up out of fear And what's driving you now? What what keeps that that support page going you going four days a week is it just habitual or is it because you're terrified of being 17 stone in the white shorts again? It's 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 a mixture of a few things. I mean, when someone comes onto the page, like even yesterday, people were running PBs in Rahini, and they were saying it's the page that get to get their motivation from, or people who do their first five k, or like people who do their first marathon, or I mean, these are the things that allow you to drive on, putting as much as I do into the page, and it has become effectively a full-time job all on its own house. and yeah. it really really has as you can imagine lads yourself mm. your page is so busy and it's so successful you know what it takes to run a page mm. 
Well, you know, I'm looking at numbers here. You've six thousand three hundred and sixty-eight members. So, you yeah. know, an amazing, amazing community. You know, you can obviously have a group of people, but these are very specific people of you know I would say similar interests. You know, obviously, the obvious ones of running, but they, you know. Some of these are, are are very accomplished athletes, but for the most part, I imagine it's people who are learning, people who who want to meet up, people who want to get together. Yeah. How how has it? I mean, from from the early days, how has it developed, and and what has most surprised you from from the last first few years? So from when it started first, it was people were asking an odd question here and there. The page wouldn't have been overly busy. Mm. But from there, it went to people who were posting about the run that they had done. Yeah. And they posted a picture of Garmin. And maybe 15 or 20 or 25 people said, you know, well done. That was a really good run mm. or whatever it was. And that sense of being told, well done, I think that caught on with a lot of people. And they started talking to their friends and saying, look, there's actually a thing here where you can go on to a Facebook page you can show people what you've done and you can be told, you know, you're doing a really good job. You might want to change something small here, maybe improve that a wee bit, do something slightly different. But generally it was all positive. And back then, all of our people that were joining the group then were not affiliated to any clubs. Mm. So they were probably looking for the same stuff as I was looking for. Help, a bit of motivation, a bit of a well done and that's that's where it started first. But what's happened now over the last probably two years is the type of runner that's been coming onto the page is more experienced. And they're able to offer us, like the likes of me, who's looking to improve, good advice. I'm able to give advice to the 10K runners. The 10K people are able to give their advice down to the 5K. So basically what's happened now, everyone has this, we have this spread of knowledge from top to bottom but I think the biggest thing that's changed from the start to now is the level of runner that looks to join the page is very very high it's not just the couch to 5Kers or the 1 hour 10 minute 10Kers who to me I have more respect for than people who do 3 hour marathons Mm. it's it's a whole range like you have the Jerry Duffy's on the page you know what I mean like I mean these are a different range of runners that you have and, and that's what it is I think our name got out there more because of the amount of experience and knowledge that's on the page willing to offer their advice for free But is it fair to say I mean do you consider it a club? Is it a club? <laughs> um, I think people want to see it as a club I, would I see it as a club in my heart it's my running club and th- like that's, that I run for RSP the runner support mm. page and a lot of people do that and yeah I, I guess I'd see, I'd see it as a club I, 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 I see it as a I see it as a modern day social media driven running club mm. it, it's, a, it's a group of people who want to who have the same interest want to get together and train want to share ideas and they've they've they're using modern technology to to share ideas and and that's right and i mean after the baby the first two years i was i I never would have considered it a club until members approached me saying that they considered it their running club 
and they wanted um, a running top designed that they could wear so when they turn up at races they could be identified mm. so that's where the whole idea of me designing the top came around it's so people who weren't affiliated with clubs or anything else they could turn up to the Phoenix Park or they could turn up in Dingle up in Donegal it doesn't matter where they turned up there was always going to be somebody there wearing a green and black top and, and it's a it's a great icebreaker, you know. Yeah. You can you could turn up to a an event, and if you're wearing the case, two people from opposite ends of the country could have a conversation and a cup of tea afterwards because they're they're both part and, of that organisation. Mm-hmm. And they always have something to talk about because they're always on the page, seeing different things, and they've so much to talk about. And then they're going back home and they'll post on the page, "I met such a person. I met so it was amazing." And then you've other people saying. Oh, I can't wait till the next race until we go to a meet up and I can't wait to meet all these new people. And that's when the running club for me came to the head that yeah, we are, I suppose, a running club as such. I mean, there's races on now at the minute and we're in the team events, like even though we're not entered as a team, when people register as RSP, we're finishing third and fourth in all the team categories now. <laughs> you know. I I totally accidentally and it's just by pure it's it's just what's happening to us you know and what's yeah, your big tip James if someone wants to get started now today they're, they're 17 stone they're seeing photographs of themselves on a wall somewhere going good god I wasn't always that big what is that big tip Consider not considering Facebook for a second just what gets them out the door you have to be able to look at that person in the mirror and want to do it don't think that five or six weeks is going to change your life because it won't. But have the motivation to do it and invest in a proper pair of runners. If you can do them two things, you're already onto it, the right the right road. And then it's about persevering with it until you feel comfortable enough where you can start pushing forward to the further distance and the further distance and three mile and four mile. Don't get disheartened by the only shuffling for 20 seconds and having to walk. We've all done it. I've done it. Mm. Everyone does it. But be motivated to do it. Get a prop, get gait analysis and get a proper pair of runners and just believe in yourself. And James, obviously there's been significant physical changes uh, for you since... Uh, 2011, 2012. How mentally have you changed over those years? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm the, the person in 2011, 2012 is dead. He's gone. That, that it's. I mean, confidence-wise. I mean, even doing something like this. I mean, when you have someone like the run gear asking to do podcasts with you, and you're thinking, mother of God, like <laughs> that stuff. To even have the confidence to talk about what I've done, like it's, it's crazy and. It's it's probably the confidence and the self belief that I've gotten from losing the weight that forced me in a way to not want to go back to where I was, which made me set up the runner support page, which now has become the largest online running group in the country and continues to grow. And that was through me really and my belief in if I could do it I honestly think that anyone can do it but linked to that the, the benefits you know in terms of mental mental health of running for people who are suffering with depression anxiety stress uh, how do you think it can can help people well I was unemployed for 18 months 
and I used to be at home minding two babies and the door closed and everyone would be gone and it'd be just me and the two babies and I was out hanging out washing at six o'clock in the morning. I was stuck in a rut and a routine doing the same things at the same time all the time and I was, my confidence, everything was on the floor and I, I won't even try and hide from that. I was in a bad, dark place. But when I started taking up running and I was able to see in myself that I was pushing a little bit further and I could do a bit more and the weight was starting to come down, a weight came off my shoulders. I started seeing things differently. My confidence started rising that I could believe myself to do more, which went from that raid, RC 5K, to the 5K, or to the 10K, sorry, because I believed in myself more. And the more you believe in yourself, the confidence start rising more and more. And it just, it, it made me the person who I am today. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm super confident by any means, but I'm, I'm a really, really happy person. I'm in a great place in my life. And that all came from running and that from the effects of running. I mean, anyone who hasn't been able to go out at half seven or eight o'clock on a June Sunday morning when the sun is starting to rise and you're out running, if you haven't experienced that, when you do it for the first time, it almost changes your mentality and your life all on its own because there is no better feeling than that because you feel like you own the world. Everyone is in bed, you're out there running, the sun is shining, you're free, you're happy and you have your own thoughts and it's the best therapy you'll ever, ever, ever get. And, when you're and out it's there free running. therapy, of course, as well, because the other part of it doesn't cost anything to go out there. It's, but James, when you have, you're, you're at a level now where you're running regularly, you're feeling fit, you're feeling healthy, and you just said a second ago you're at a really happy place in your life. So what is next? Where is this, what is the future going to bring to you now? I was at a talk with Jerry Duffy, and he was done a talk about a couple of weeks ago, gold setting talk, and... I remember him saying that, you know, what goals, what do, what do I want to achieve or what is it that, have I, I have loads of goals. I mean, I'd love to be able to go into coaching properly. I feel I have enough experience within myself now to start coaching. I'd love to go into coaching more. I, I do some coaching as it is. I'd love to get into it more. I'd love the runner support page to be noticed and taken for what it is mm. rather than people sort of thinking oh it's just people just posting up Garmin pictures because it's so much more than that I, I just I just want someone to see the potential that's in the runner support page and probably help me take it up there to the next level and would you and, want to turn it into a proper running uh, group you know where people would meet up and go running regularly or get it sponsored by somebody so you can go beyond that or what? what is what's the at, next thing you see there's a, at the minute you see we're doing that anyway I mean there must have been 50 people in RSP tops in Rohini yesterday they all met before and after it. I mean mm. God knows how many are going to meet at the trim 10 mile next week and then the bore me in half marathon which leads into the race series so we're already doing that I'd love to be able for somebody, somebody within the sporting world to just probably help me just take it up to the next level where it's maybe a functional website where it's a go-to place for all sort of things running. Obviously, without taking away from the run gear. Sort of <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> There's no, plenty of room for cooperation. Plenty of room, yeah. <laughs> Loads of no, it's, I, just, I just feel that 
we're all, I, it's 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 on the verge of something really really big. I mean, it, the the niche probably for the page, if nothing else, is probably ninety to ninety five percent of the members could be Irish. We have Irish people living abroad, and there are some people from abroad living in Ireland, but we're predominantly Irish based. So we have we have access to the whole of Ireland like you know we've we're, but it just it just needs that something to take us up that one step and for me the dream would be to see us move up to that next level where the runner support page is seen as something significant within the Irish running scene well, I think it is already, though. Mm. But I mean, I may possibly underestimate the influence it has. Uh, it's it certainly is. It's in if you consider the the you know the the sport is it's still a niche in in to some respects. There are some people running out there, but for for Ireland and for amateur athletes out there, I think it is the the go to place. So I think you should you should commend yourself on that. I, I I think sometimes that I, for me I don't notice sometimes how big it does get now like I mean sometimes you go to the race series maybe in the Phoenix Park and you're standing there and you see all the tops and all the RSP headbands and things going by and you think to yourself mother of God what have I done but, <laughs> I mean it's I've created a monster and do they know you James when they're running by they're kind of going yeah, there's the yeah, guy to create all this that's, and that's and that's just it like you know and, and sometimes you'd feel bad about it where you'd be standing in Phoenix Park or you're standing in somewhere in Mead or you could be in at Lone people come up and say oh I'm from the page and I, they recognise me but I don't know all them I mean it's yeah. impossible to know them all but yeah it's one of them things now where it's sort of like that's James from RSP you know you sort of I've lost it's hard for me to turn up just to do a race anymore and enjoy it I still enjoy racing but it's hard for me to do it with and focus on a race without doing all the RSP stuff first you know that sort of way so I've lost the, the anonymity, I suppose, for it all, but it's it's a really, really good complaint to have. I love meeting the people and I love meeting members and I, I that part of it, I love it. I absolutely love it. And yeah, maybe it's 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 bigger than I realise. I'm sure it is. I I still think of it as just my Facebook page that I started <laughs> back then, but yeah. James, if, if people want to get in touch with you, if you if they want to join the page, if they if, if they haven't heard of it before, but but have now, how do they get in touch? So you can go on and into into Facebook, and you can search uh, the runner support page. You'll see the massive group photograph that's there as our home picture. Um, if people have anything that they'd like to get in contact with me about, they can email me at. James at the runner support page dot com, or yeah, they, they, or they can private message me through Facebook. I'm up there, James and McGarry. They can't miss me. And James, James, finally, what are your own running goals for this year? This year, the main goal for me is to come in under three thirty for next marathon. Wow! Whoa! That's that's that's. I'd be That's happy the, to finish a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, you'd be surprised. It, you know, it, it doesn't take much, believe it or not, to train for a marathon. You know, um, I, I helped a couple of people who were up to doing five and six miles in June and I got them doing a marathon by October. So right. anyone anyone can do a marathon with the right training, you know. So. There you go, Bob. Bob, Bob is, um, is talking about marathon this year. So. Yeah, well, I'm looking at that, yeah. Well, Bob, I, to be honest with you, I mean, if you were up to... 
10, 12, 14k by June uh, Martin as well well within you I can, so I can promise you that, that I'm at that now <laughs> I still don't feel that confident <laughs> though, it's, it's, it's funny where if someone tells you to do 10 mile one week and 11 mile the next week and 12 mile the next week when it starts building slowly and all of a sudden you're, you're standing on, on, on the edge of a hill after doing a 17 mile run it, it, it becomes a reality really really fast so you know it's True, one yeah. of them things but um, it's, it's, it's just a matter of having the right plan but for me I'm, I have a plan I have two dates in my head and I have I know that I have my marathon booked I haven't told anybody I have my marathon booked and I'm going to go for a sub 330 fingers crossed relatively soon and yeah James, you've been very generous with your time this evening. Thank you so much. And, no, um, an honour to be asked. And, and we, we might get you back again if you have time. Um, we'd love to check in with you later on in the series and uh, and also possibly get a few tips from you for Bob. So mm. I'd love to find out how to do this marathon thing. Any time you have me number now, I'm always on the other end of the phone. Any tips you want, I'll run this shite out if you want me to. <laughs> I like it. All right, James, thank you so much. That's James McGarry from the Runner Support page. Check out check out the Runner Support page on Facebook. Certainly, Bob, I don't know if you've been on it. I've, I've I have. I was. I love the little pictures. I know people have a lot of Garmin stuff, but I love the things where someone comes back from a run to go, I had a terrible run, I feel dreadful, my feet are killing me. And all these comments, all the advice that comes straight out of people. It's amazing. Who, yeah. Just fabulous. Because let's be honest, I mean, if if you're on your normal Facebook page and you post up your runs, people get fed up with you. Yeah, the ones it's, who don't run, oh, I'm, I'm a smug runner. Yeah. Where Stra- yeah, Strava, Strava is good for that. Especially the two of us go for a run. It never yeah. works. You no. put your own page, you go, I was running with Paddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Shut, shut, shut up. So, so look, th- that's all for this week. If you want to get in touch with us, usual ones apply. We're on mm. facebook.com forward slash the run gear. Twitter is at the run gear. Instagram at the run gear. And Bob, if people want to email us. It is the run gear at gmail.com. And that's all for this week. Let's uh, and make sure to subscribe to us. Yes, absolutely. Because we've loads more coming up. But please give us some suggestions because we can fly through these things all the time. People come with questions, and we've gone by that episode. So you know, if you've got questions, ask us in advance, and we'll definitely get an answer for you. That's all for now. Take care.